Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Dude, Paul Martin is back. He's back. He's back from Siberia, dude. Let's just talk about that. The That's Barracuda. Really all... He's back from the Barracuda. <laughs> about 20 <laughs> he, feet down the hole. He's been back from the Barracuda for a while. He's just been uh, sitting around, uh, you know, watching movies in the hotel room. And Pretty last much. night he played 10 minutes and 10 seconds. Yeah. So now he can't watch Disney now <laughs> the way he'd like. What's wrong with Disney now, dude? Nothing. He blocked three shots last night, dude. Paul Martin. Paul Martin. Paul Martin's back. And the Sharks win the Paul Martin debut. <laughs> they do. That's right, dude. But they lose some other dudes. They did. Well, dude, uh, we're in the midst of a nice little streak here by the Sharks. Have won five of their last six. They had an extremely successful road trip. And what can usually be just a, a, a tricky trip in general uh, up in Western Canada. But the Sharks sweep it. Those are three not very good teams. Uh, but, it's true. Um, Calgary's still looking for a playoff spot. They are, but dude, I mean, that... They're not good. Like, they are not good. <laughs> I was surprised watching them play how poor they are defensively and how horrible Mike Smith was. I mean, he was really bad. Now, I know he's coming off a long layoff from injury, but I think it was for a concussion, which he still looked concussed. <laughs> I mean, he was bad. Yeah. So bad. Um, but a, a good stretch here by the Sharks, who are now pulling some distance here uh, between, you know, they're in, they're in no way in a safety zone. No. Uh, which I, I felt like Kevin Kerr's sort of, I was a little mad at him because I felt like he might have jinxed us oh, a little whatever. bit by writing that the Sharks have are you're going to make the playoffs or whatever but because you look ahead actually in the Sharks but he said it was like 97 percent something likely that the Dude, Sharks are going to make the playoffs this is, they would have you, to really eat it well I, I want you to take a look at their upcoming schedule and tell me that it's not hard it's very challenging when you see you know they they just got through a very favorable stretch dude I think they're going to really eat it <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's look at this, dude. I mean, no, they, they, I mean okay, you're they, right, though. They, they, they've got New Jersey, who is you know really hot right now, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. They got Vegas. They're going to be playing a desperate Calgary team. They're being in Chicago, which is always tough. Uh, at St. Louis, who is on, you know, they are almost done, but mm-hmm. by that point, they may be fully out of it, or they might still be alive. In Nashville, the best in team Vegas, in the, the best team in the NHL, Nashville. Uh, so they get Vegas two more times, then home against Dallas, who could be fighting for a playoff spot. Colorado, also fighting for a playoff spot. Minnesota, also fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, so yeah. really, they're only playing one team that's out of it. Chicago. Right. Well, St. Louis probably out. Yeah, I mean, they're they're close to out, but they're, not they're, fully out. They're pretty much out. Well, they're they're going to need to... I it's think, not so much they're out by points, but they need to jump over... They need... Sure, three but teams. they're only three points behind those teams. Like they need they, three, but they need three or four teams to eat it, and right. then and they need to do well. Right, so. not impossible though. Like you know, for them, they're still thinking that they have something to play for. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, 
this is in no way a a done deal, but the way the Sharks have been playing, the way they've been scoring, the way that they played so well under some adverse conditions on this trip, you know, they were down in, in these games. They were down in Calgary. They were down in Vancouver, and they fought back and got some timely goal scoring. Evander Kane erupted. Mm-hmm. Timo Meyer scored his 20th goal. Yeah. I mean, he has exceeded expectations this year Absolutely. in terms of his development. Kevin LeBanc is over the 40-point uh, threshold, and he's sniped a couple goals on this road trip. So encouraging, yes? Absolutely. And Evander Kane, the big pickup, is even more than one could have hoped for at this at this point. He scored four goals, also known as the rooster for the Sharks, uh, and he's picking up the slack because the Sharks are missing some guys. Jonas Donskoy still out of the lineup. Obviously, Joe Thornton still out of the lineup. And Joel Ward. Joel Ward out of the lineup. And now Melkor Carlson took a shot. And Mark Edward Vlasic might be out of the lineup. I mean, the Sharks are by Yoko no... Yoko Ryan didn't play last night. By no means healthy. And it, it's showing off their depth right now that, that they have the depth to absorb this, that you have the luxury of being able to play a, you know, NHL veteran in Paul Martin instead of, you know, bringing in, you know, some kid from the Barracuda to make his debut in this game. Now, I mean, and, and even though Martin probably played fairly sheltered minutes in 10 minutes, you know, he certainly didn't embarrass himself. Right. Um, all encouraging stuff here. So. Absolutely. I'm just, is DeMello? Where's DeMello? Did I miss something? He played. Oh, he, no, he's yeah, in. he's good. I mean, like I think that you know the players that we're unsure of their health status right now are, well, Joe Thornton. Which, by the way, dude, did you see the? Uh, I think it was Instagram message that Joe Thornton made for Curtis Brown. No, it was pretty funny. They played it on the broadcast, and it was at one of the intermissions, which I know you really enjoy, so you probably <laughs> yeah, didn't watch. It. I'm sure I skipped right over. But uh, Joe Thornton made a video for. Uh, Curtis Brown, who he calls the doctor, right? <laughs> and says, uh, you know, doctor, um, I want you to know that I've seen a lot of doctors in the last couple days, but you're the only doctor that I love. <laughs> and it was the way it was filmed. It was just his beard was just gigantic and gross. And <laughs> it was really funny. It was kind of vintage Joe. You just imagine that he was probably also shirtless. Did he have his... I don't remember that, but I'm sure he probably was. It was it was funny. We should probably find it and link to it, dude. Um, But the injuries right now, you know, you've got Joel Ward out, you got Donskoy out, you've got uh, Yoakam Ryan who was out, and uh, the healthy scratch was uh, Marcus Sorensen, who maybe he's going to draw in, you know, against the Devils, uh, depending on how banged up. Melker Carlson is the milkman, right? And yeah. uh, we may end up seeing, you know, how quickly Vlasic will be able to recover from a puck to the throat, which, you know, he went down uh, Demers style like a sniper, mm-hmm. and and went immediately off the ice. So, uh, dude, I can't say that I have experienced anything comparable to taking a puck in the throat. Me either, but I imagine that hurts. I I can't imagine it feels good. Yeah. No bueno, dude. So, so dude, uh, 
Yeah, we're 10. The Sharks have played 72 games. We have exactly 10 games left. And, dude, I just want to say I, I said this was going to happen. Vegas is, is slowly yeah. going in the toilet. Yes, like they, they are. are four and six in their last 10. They've lost two in a row. I think they've lost three in a row at home where they were indestructible. Mm-hmm. And the wheels are coming off the bus a little bit. A little bit exactly when I thought they might, which was right around playoff time. So, you know, the Pacific is so gettable right now. Mm-hmm. It's just so gettable. Even for a Sharks team without playing with their number one center, they have a chance to, if they aren't the top team in the Pacific by the end of, you know, the regular season in terms of standings, if it started right now, I would say they're the odds on favorite to emerge. Mm-hmm. You know, at least in my opinion, I, I would feel pretty good about their chances of coming out of the Pacific if they had to go through the Kings first. And then, you know, the next game was the winner of the Golden Knights and Dallas Stars or Golden Knights and Colorado Avalanche. It's wouldn't, true. I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Right, right. You got Nashville or Winnipeg waiting on the other side. Right. But, you know, that's why you play the games, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Nashville's really pulled away. They're they've won they've gotten points in their last ten games. Yeah. They've won nine of them outright. I've watched some of those games, dude. They're they're just lethal and they can do it um in so many different ways. It's got a ton of skill, great D. They're getting good goaltending. They they're just Yeah. They're the odds on favorite, no question. They might to, be the I at this point. They have more points than the Lightning, who were so far out in front a couple of months ago. Yeah. And they now have four points more than the Lightning do. Yeah. You have to pick Nashville as the odds-on cup favorite at this point. And I think Tampa Bay is going to have a much more challenging road to get there because mm-hmm. uh, they're going to play a higher-quality wild-card team, I think. You know, if they end up drawing, you know, Florida Panthers, which are one of the hottest teams in hockey or they draw Columbus, mm-hmm. which would be also hot, really not good. They've won seven in a row uh, to, to, to pick them up as the wild card draw. And then they have to beat Boston or Toronto next. And then they probably have to beat Pittsburgh. It's a much more difficult yeah. draw. It's going to be a much more difficult road in the East and the West for sure. Right. Dude, there's one team in these standings that just really pop out as me as a as a huge surprise. Can you can you spot that team? Yeah, the Philadelphia Flyers. Well, no, that's not the team I was thinking of, but they are certainly surprising. A team that pops out to you as a surprise that they're in the mix or out of it. That they're in. They're much 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 better than I anticipated. The Boston Bruins. It's the Boston Bruins yeah. without a doubt. How are they so good? Um, they got 98 points. <laughs> yeah. They got more points than the Knights do. They got, they'd be, you know, they're behind the Predators. They, they'd be leading. Uh, they have more points than the Capitals and the Penguins do. And they're banged up too. I mean, they've got McAvoy's out. Uh, Chara missed uh, the game. Uh, I think they, they went into Tampa Bay last night and beat them in Tampa three, nothing without Chara, without McAvoy, without uh, a couple other players. And they just went in and worked them. So mm-hmm. Boston, uh, definitely a surprise. And you look at their stat line, there's one number that really pops out. Every other team in the Atlantic division has given up more than 200 goals. The Boston Bruins have given up 179 goals. Right. 
that is a huge difference. They have the same goal differential as the Lightning do. Mm-hmm. They are not giving up a lot of goals. If you look at their top line stats, I think they're top 10 in goals for, goals against, power play, and penalty kill. They're, in, they're really doing well. We have a guest in studio that maybe you'll hear in the background. That's my daughter uh, watching some Disney Now. Yes, just yes. like Paul Martin. That's right, Disney Now. So if you hear the voice of a, a small child, uh, you know, please don't call the police. Don't be alarmed. We're, we definitely <laughs> untie her right after the show. Dude, um, the Sharks are in a good spot. And I think that, you know, they. I'm concerned about the schedule. But they're playing very well, even strength. They are scoring at a, a higher clip than we've seen all season in terms of their ability to score five goals against Vancouver, seven against Calgary. They got five against Detroit. Uh, they put four in against Edmonton. I mean, has there been a stretch where the Sharks have scored f- over four goals in four straight games all year? Uh, I'm I, looking. I mean, we're I are looking very, very quickly very here. Quickly. I, mean, I don't like see it. Maybe there was one where they had three games in a row like that, but five, five, and no, four. No, they're on the losing end of that. No, I would venture to say no. Right here, dude. Dude. Ottawa, Carolina, Washington, and Tampa Bay in early December. They scored. No, but they lost. They lost one of those games, dude. Yeah, but they scored four. They scored four. They scored five. Five, four, four, and five at, at beginning of December. That's the only other time. No, dude, but look, they're on the losing end of that. They scored two. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, My no. no, 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 no. In this case, I think this is, you know, the young players don't look tired. Meyer and LeBanc, they don't look tired. And Evander Kane, obviously. Evander Kane has got to be loving this because yeah. for the first time in his entire hockey you know, career in the NHL, he's playing meaningful hockey in March. Late March. And... They've got something to play for here, and and they're playing right now like a team that believes that that they can do some damage. I think you know the question marks for me moving forward, as I said, is the upcoming schedule and the Sharks' inability recently to play well against top teams. They haven't played well against you know what you'd consider to be the upper third of the NHL. If we go back and look at the schedule here, when they played Washington, they got blanked. Two nothing. Um, I wouldn't put Columbus in the upper third, but they are hot and they're a dangerous team. They lost to Columbus. Uh, they lost to Minnesota. They lost to Nashville. So um, it, they lost to Las Vegas. I mean, those are their last five. They going back even further. They lost to Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. some of these upper level teams. They haven't been very competitive against, but they've been taking the points against the teams that are in the lower bracket of the NHL, and they've had a nice schedule swing lately where they've been able to do that. So how will they do this week when they have to play New Jersey, Vegas, and Calgary? I mean, That's uh, the question. They they get them all at home. And, you know, Jersey, honestly, I don't know how they're doing it either. Like, I look at their roster. Taylor Hall. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's having an incredible year, but I still don't think that they have an outstanding roster. Taylor Hall is over a point per game, 31 goals, 45 assists. The guy is just blowing it up. Nico 
Hischer. Yeah, well, that's the first round pick from this year. I mean, he's having a a a pretty good year. You know, he's going to be a fifty point player this year, contributing a lot. This this in in Jersey, this has happened a lot faster than I think they probably thought it would when when they uh, retooled this roster. I don't think that they expected to be as good as they are right now. It's also a team that similar to Vegas that I think when they get into the playoffs, they're going to be kind of a zero because they just won't be able to hold their own against the big boys. Whereas on the other side with Vegas, they have a lot of players on that team that have been to the playoffs before. So I don't think they'll be intimidated by the situation, but um, I think the, they'll be exposed for just not being as good of a team as they've been. Right. And and certainly a lot of those players who went to the playoffs were not being relied upon in the playoffs the way they will to be. To be the man, right? right? And Vegas has been fighting a lot of injuries too. Um, they're not fully healthy. I think that's contributed to part of their struggles, but um, very curious to see how the Sharks match up against Vegas with Evander Kane on the roster. Hopefully Vlasic is back and that we can see, you know, what a matchup between these two teams looks like in late March. Yeah. Wow. The, uh, but if we look at Vegas's schedule, it is a cakewalk compared to the sharks. They have Calgary. They play Vancouver two times. They play Edmonton once they play Colorado twice and they play Arizona, St. Louis. They play zero top flight teams here on out. So Vegas has sort of the Sharks' last 10-game stretch coming up for 10 games. Right. While the Sharks have to play Nashville and uh, a lot of yeah. teams that are looking for playoff spots, very few of these teams, with the exception of Calgary, possibly St. Louis. Where's Colorado at? I haven't been watching. Colorado's them. in the playoffs right now. Colorado's I mean, in the playoffs and, right now. And there's, you know, they still have a lot to play for because uh, Anaheim is is chasing them right now. You know, Dallas has been bad lately. They've... Uh, gone three and seven down the stretch yep. um if dallas doesn't make the playoffs dude is ken hitchcock one and done in dallas it's jim nill as the gm right in dallas an old he's a D- detroit assistant gm i don't think jim nill would fire the coach after one season wow i mean that's they're just not scoring a lot of goals that's that's their biggest well, problem. Well, right, when and and in, that's not Hitchcock's calling card, right? No, that's not what he, so how he plays. So their roster and we talked about this at the beginning of the year, their roster doesn't match the coach. It was such a a poor choice mm-hmm. when you've got these high-end high-flying skilled forwards right. and then, you know, Hitchcock's trying to, you know, make Radulov backcheck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Not going to happen. Actually, I, I read a interview that I thought was funny where basically Hitchcock conceded that uh yeah, he doesn't really try to get Radulov to do any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not going to happen. It's not right? going to work. It's yeah. not going to happen. Radulov's going to cash his checks either way. Right. So, right. Um, you know, you just want him to chip in 60 points. So it's a tough stretch, dude, but I'm excited. I mean, I think this is the most excited I've been about the Sharks all year at this point because I, I feel like it's all kind of coming together. And if they can hopefully these injuries aren't serious and you know and there's no point in my mind where i'm thinking about joe thornton coming back is there anything uh for you where you think he's gonna come back 
and play this year? I haven't even really considered it, to be honest. I, you know, I don't, I haven't even thought about it. I'm with you. It's just, I'm operating on the assumption that he will not be back this year. The big question about Joe Thornton is, where's he going to be at next year at this point for the Sharks? Um, and if he manages to come back at some point, uh, I hope it's healthy and not what he did last year, which is basically playing on a terrible injury. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at LA's. I'm I'm now obsessed with the schedules of all of our yeah. rivals, but I'm looking at LA's schedule. Um, they have a game against Arizona in there, but uh, not particularly easy either. Minnesota, Winnipeg, Colorado, all playoff teams. Calgary's looking forward. all on the road, all on the road, and then Calgary and Arizona at home. Those are certainly winnable games. They got to play cross town, and then Colorado, Minnesota, and Dallas to end it. So the Kings certainly. They may have a slightly easier schedule than the Sharks, but not that easy. And the Kings are, what, four points, five points behind. So I kind of like that. Um, I guess if we look at the strength of schedule now, it certainly looks like Vegas will hold on to the top spot as I think they got six points on us and a much easier schedule. Let's check the Ducks, dude. All right. Because in terms of talent, that's the team that I'm most concerned about. Um I think we match up well against the Kings. I I'm not as concerned about them. Whereas you know, I think if if we drew the Ducks, that would be uh, a more difficult matchup. Uh, New Jersey, Calgary, Winnipeg, L.A. It's a similar schedule, but they've got Arizona in there and Edmonton and Vancouver mixed in. So a few more friendly games, but but not easy either. So Vegas clearly has the advantage. Yep. I think Vegas certainly has the inside track. Obviously, they're ahead and the easy schedule. So I think uh, Sharks fans would probably be smart if we go forward, assuming that we're not going to catch Vegas and that we're going to ride into the playoffs in the second spot because things are going pretty good here, even though the Sharks are relatively banged up, which is frankly something I had not expected at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year, I thought things are really going to have to break right for the Sharks to be as good as they are right now. And you know what? They haven't, and the Sharks are still really good. Right. And this this phenomenon of the Vegas flu, right, where uh, teams go into Vegas and play poorly, probably because they're enjoying Vegas a little bit too much right. the night before in the playoffs is going to be a non-issue. Like, that's not going to happen in the playoffs. These guys, I think at that point, when you go there to play in the playoffs, I'd be very surprised if there were people pulling benders out <laughs> Yeah. You know, at nightclubs the night before when they have serious business to take care of. You know, the Stanley Cup playoffs is very important to these guys, more important than, you know, an evening at uh, Cheetah's or whatever. Right? Tau. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rhino. Yeah. So they're not they're not going to waste it on that, dude. So um, I'm still I, even though I think that they've got the schedule advantage and if they hold serve at the top seed. I think Vegas is vulnerable when we get into the playoffs, and uh, it's 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 lined up right now for the Sharks to do well. It and is especially you know this would be the situation that I think would be the best news for the Sharks is if if L.A. or Anaheim was that was that wild card team, which could happen because Dallas could fall out and Anaheim could fall in. Mm-hmm. And then if Vegas has to play Anaheim or the Kings first, they're done. Yeah. I would drive to Vegas and bet on that. 
I'd bet the series on that. I'd right now, that's them. right now that's the case, right? It would be the case. Um, or the stars are ahead of Anaheim. The stars are ahead of Anaheim. Okay, by goal differential, they're ahead. I think that's how they do it. Or is right? it wins? It might be wins. The star, well, either ahead. either way, they're still ahead. So, but assuming Dallas falls out, which the way they're playing, I think that you it's know possible. we can assume that, and that the Ducks will jump in there. You know, Dallas would be the worst wild card team, which means they would play Nashville, and then the set, and then the best wild card team right now is Colorado. They would play Vegas, but let's just say it's Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Vegas! Yeah. You get Anaheim. Like that's a crap draw. That's a crap draw. It'd be the same as, uh, you know, one of the teams out in uh, like Tampa Bay drawing Columbus. Like. That's a crap draw. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that be very bad, much bad news. For, yeah. It was certainly bad news for the Sharks one year and they drew Edmonton, you know, and, and that was unexpected. Well, I remember right? with the one year they didn't, they win the president's trophy and they drew the ducks who won the cup the year before. Right. And then they lost in the first round. Right. That's the year I specifically right. always think of. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Great so, example. too. So anyway, Dude, it's it's an exciting time of year. It's an exciting time of year. I'm looking forward to this and uh, got some good home games coming up. In Jersey, I'm going to the game and and there's going to be some other games that definitely got to see and certainly I'll be a fan appreciation night uh, against Minnesota last game of the season. Let me ask you this, dude. Um, you know, there's been some rumblings that after the college season is over that Sharks prospect Dylan Gambrel may join the team as a black ace. What do you think about uh, college? One of the best players in college hockey going pro instantly and jumping right into the Sharks playoff hunt. We've seen this before. We certainly, you know, one that was very memorable was uh, I think it was either one of the German players, Marcel Gotch or uh, I think Matt Carl did that too. Uh, Matt Carl might have done that, but I think it was Marcel Gotch jumped right in during a playoff run, or, or it was Marco Sturm, and they uh, actually I'm pretty sure it was Gotch, Gotch uh, and made an immediate impact. If Gambrel joined the team right now, would he play? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think he would, unless there's some significant injury. Yeah, I mean they they'd have to because he's not the type of player from what i understand that you don't you want to play in you know on the fourth line yeah right right but he'd be an interesting piece to have around might be one of those guys that you want to bring around and say this is the this is how what it's like to right. be with the team right in a playoff run like this is you got to step up your game meet because this is this is right. what you have in store yeah yeah uh, i would be very surprised to actually see him in a lineup because he hasn't been close and this is a guy that the sharks want to make sure becomes an NHL player. I think the general consensus with Mirko Mueller is they rushed him to the NHL too early. And I hope the Sharks have taken that lesson and learned from it. And they don't do the same with Gamble. Hey, guess what? We're playing Nashville. Come You're on, play against Nashville. You're the number one center, man. Have fun going against PK Subban, your first Ooh, game. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I honestly, right. I'd be very surprised. Yeah, you're right, dude. So you want Joel, you want the Joel Wards you want those guys in the lineup. I want Joel Ward healthy for the playoffs, right? Right. He killed Nashville two years ago. Like he 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 just he did a lot of fun stuff to them. Sure. That made them very embarrassed. It was fun. So yeah. And maybe uh, we can get in a Pecorine's head. I remember that one sort of uh, 
tuck in around the post that Joel Ward had a couple years ago. Maybe uh, Rene can get all flustered. Again. Well, I mean, if, if you're looking at the dream scenarios, you, you sort of hope that Winnipeg and Nashville might mm-hmm. just have a total barn burner of a series. And then if the Sharks are able to come out of the Pacific and they have beaten each other up, right. whoever comes out, Unless if it somehow was Winnipeg, who'd never been there before, mm-hmm. very young team, you you certainly would like your odds a lot better there. That's for sure. Than uh, having to go against Nashville, who has been to the conference finals or two years in a row, and uh, or sorry, not mm-hmm. no 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 St. Louis St. Louis. But they've started. had deep playoff runs, and last year lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. So um, if you you could somehow line that up you know dude could you even imagine if if there was another cup final in san jose this year the unlikeliest of years it would be extremely unlikely. although i would say that the year that it happened we thought it was unlikely then too that's so. true that's true you never know dude you never know all right dude well i wish the sharks health because that's the number one thing we want to make sure yes. vlasic and carlson and donskoy all come back uh, they don't have something nagging that stays with them for the playoff run. We've been so positive today. I know. People are going to think that it isn't us. I know. Yeah. We, well, they they won four games in a row, dude. It's hard not to be a little happy, <laughs> especially when Evander Kane is is coming as advertised. That's exactly what the Sharks need. They, Joe Thorne's out. Oh, here's a guy. He's going to score. He's sure. going to have points in every game. Yeah, sure. I'll and, take and, that. And in, in the other good news segment here, you know, as as you watch – the Islanders get bad to worse to awful. Mm-hmm. And you start to think, you know what? Tavares probably is going to leave. Mm-hmm. Why would he stay? I have no idea. I mean, that is a disaster. He would stay if there. he wants to play in Nassau Coliseum. Again. Well, I, I, I would expect that he will go to market. There's no way that he's going to sign before because they have gone completely in the toilet. Yeah, they, they suck. And, you know, you never know yeah. <laughs> what can happen. But uh, as we talked about last podcast with the plan unfolding here where the Sharks will have a lot of cap space to work with and, you know, probably even the room to sign Kane, keep Joe Thornton on a much friendlier deal than he's on mm-hmm. this year, which I could also understand that there may have been a wink, wink, we'll give you more money this year if you stay next year for less. Mm-hmm. And then they go out and they get a real big fish. Right. Like Tavares or JVR, somebody like that. Whoo, doggy. You Ooh, know? Yeah. The team's trending up, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited too, dude. Hello. Let's end the podcast before we think of something to be mad about. Go Sharks. Maddie, can you say go Sharks? She's not listening. She's watching Disney now. We'll say it. Go, go Sharks. sharks. Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.